And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone, for this Friday, July 29th, 2022. I'm Michaela Wheeler. And I'm Sequoia Ware. Coming up this evening on New Center 88, Invisible Ink, Coded Papers Add Mystery to ID Theft Case. All on your only daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. Rebecca Law will be in with the Metro Huntington Weather Forecast. The current temperature outside is a cloudy 83 degrees. And now on to our top story. Richer countries failed to keep a $100 billion a year pledge to developing nations to help them achieve their climate goals, according to an analysis by the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, or OECD. $83.3 billion in climate financing was given to poorer countries in 2020, a 4% increase from the previous year, but still short of the proposed goal. The United Nations-backed payment plan was first agreed in 2009 to help poorer nations adapt to the effects of climate change and reduce emissions. The pledge, which was originally set up as an annual commitment from its inception until 2020, has never been fulfilled. Shark sightings have become more common along Long Island shores this summer. Since June, there have been at least five verified encounters where sharks bit swimmers. Though there were no fatalities, sightings prompt officials to temporarily close some beaches to swimming, including New York City's Rockaway Beach and a Long Island beach where a surfer was bitten off, the calf, bitten off on the calf. Sharks aren't new to New York waters, but in the last century, the state had documented only 13 shark attacks. Experts say the recent bites were likely accidents that happened as sharks chased schools of fish. The House January 6th committee will share 20 of its interview transcripts with the Justice Department as federal prosecutors have been increasingly focused on efforts by former President Donald Trump and his allies to overturn the result of the election. A committee aide said that the panel will share the 20 transcripts but has, quote, no plans to share additional transcripts at this time, unquote. The person who requested anonymity to discuss the confidential transaction would not say which documents the committee is sharing. The information sharing comes after the committee had rejected a Justice Department request for transcripts in May. The federal government says vessels off the East Coast must slow down to help save a vanishing species of whale. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration made the announcement via new proposed roles designed to prevent the North Atlantic right whale from colliding with ships. Special strikes and entanglement in fishing gear are the two biggest threats to the giant animals, which number less than 340 and are falling, and are falling in population. Efforts to save the whales have long focused on fishing gear, especially that used by East Coast lobster fishermen. Those proposed vessel speeds rule signals that the government wants the shipping industry to also bear more of the burden. Bobby Edward Fort enlisted in the Coast Guard in 1994 and retired 22 years later with a secret security clearance that allowed him to land a job in Honolulu as a defense contractor. But the real Bobby Fort was dead. The man who enlisted as Fort was held without bail yesterday on charges he stole the dead baby's identity 35 years ago. Federal prosecutors say Walter Glenn Primrose and his wife had been fraudulently living for decades under the stolen identities of two dead Texas infants. 
Primrose's lawyer says the prosecutor only provided speculation and innuendo the couple was involved in more nefarious offenses than nonviolent crimes. Coming up, some Republicans see good politics in same-sex marriage bill. That and more news from across the tri-state when the New Center 88 returns right after this. Yeah, I knew Joe. He was a friend of mine. Always liked him. We used to hang out, you know. Well, I, I mean, I, I noticed he started acting different. You know, keeping to himself more, not eating right. His grades even began to drop. I, I thought it was just because he and his girlfriend had just broken up. I mean, it seemed natural. I mean, I never thought that Joe would be the type to on an average day, 84 people die from suicide, and many more attempt to end their lives. If you, or someone you know, is having trouble eating, sleeping, or has started talking about suicide, tell someone, or get them help. Don't let your friends say goodbye. This message brought to you by your friends at WMUL. So what does WMUL mean by the cutting edge? Well, not this, but this. Marshall University students say it's not easy being Greek. Nope, not this either. Whew. But this, oh yeah. And finally, 0% this, but 100% this. Got it! Touchdown! Thundering herd! So the cutting edge means award-winning news, music, and sports. Not, uh, cutting stuff. 88.1 WMUL. Welcome back to News Center 88. We're the best newscast in the state of West Virginia by the Associated Press. I'm Michaela Wheeler. And I'm Sequoia Ware. A bill up for a final vote in West Virginia's Senate could make the state the first to pass new legislation restricting access to abortions after the recent U.S. Supreme Court ruling. Senators were meeting this afternoon for a final reading of the bill. It allows exemptions for victims of rape and incest up to 14 weeks of, of pregnancy and for certain medical emergencies. In Indiana, senators are expected to vote tomorrow on a measure that includes an exception for rape and incest victims, an issue that's dividing some abortion opponents. Across the U.S., state lottery systems use that revenue to boost education, tourism, transportation, and much more. Now that the giant Mega Millions lottery jackpot has ballooned to more than $1 billion, state officials are hoping increased national interest in securing the top prize will result in more funding for their own causes. However, critics of these lottery-funded programs note that lower-income players foot the bill for benefits they won't proportionally reap. And the Mega Millions drawing comes as Americans are experiencing a decades-high inflation, leaving many with fewer dollars to throw on entertainment. Some states are already experiencing dips in sales with their lotteries. A West Virginia man has admitted to accepting more than $41,000 in loans under a federal COVID-19 assistance program for a business that did not exist. Malik Breckenridge of Charleston pleaded guilty yesterday to wire fraud in federal court. Breckenridge obtained two paycheck protection loans that were guaranteed by the Small Business Administration under the CARES Act. Court records show that he admitted the business was not registered in West Virginia 
and falsely stated that the business was established in 2014 and was operating on February 2020 at the start of the pandemic. Breckenridge faces up to 20 years in prison. He is, his sentencing is set for November 17th. As the Senate contemplates legislation to protect same-sex marriages, there has been a sharp shift in Republican support for the issue. Ten years ago, most Republicans proudly espoused that marriage could only be between a man and a woman. Now, a federal law protecting same-sex marriage is within reach in an election year, with some Republican backing. Among the Republicans who have said or implied they will support it are Ron Johnson of Wisconsin, Rob Portman of Ohio, Susan Collins of Maine, and Tom Tillis of North Carolina, while Alaska Senator Lisa Murkowski has supported same-sex marriage in the past. Several other Republicans have said they are undecided. The West Virginia House of Delegates has passed the Republican governor's plan to reduce the state income tax by 10 percent. Yesterday's move set up a clash in the Senate, whose president is cold to the idea. The GOP-controlled House supported the bill on a 78-7 to vote. The vote came without debate after several amendments offered by Democrats were rejected, including one that would have given taxpayers a $250 rebate instead. The bill now goes to the Senate, where President Craig Blair prefers cuts in the state personal property and business and inventory taxes. A constitutional amendment before voters in November would allow lawmakers to adjust those taxes. Coming up next, U.S. markets keep rising in the face of more grim inflation news. That and more news from around the nation when News Center 88 returns. Stay with us. Today, a new creature walks among us, causing fear, mayhem, and injury. Stay back, children. Look out for the dreaded digital deadwalkers. With faces pressed against their little handheld devices, they put all good citizens in harm's way. Oh, hey, dude, I'm walking here. Oh, I, sorry, I didn't see you. A public service message from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons who want to keep everyone well-connected with healthy bones. This song is being played on a didgeridoo. A didgeridoo is an instrument made by indigenous Australians. WMUL doesn't have any songs with didgeridoos in them. But what we do have is the Tri-State's largest variety of music, from alternative to hip-hop, jazz to blues, and much more. Plus, our selection is constantly being updated with the latest tunes. So, you know, maybe one day we will have a song with a didgeridoo in it. 88.1 WMUL-FM. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best news program by the National Broadcasting Society. I'm Michaela Wheeler. And I'm Sequoia Ware. A fast-moving fire has damaged one of Philadelphia's best-known cheesecake shop, cheesesteak shops, but authorities say no injuries have been reported. Dozens of firefighters and other emergency responders went to Jim Steaks on South Street when the fire was reported around 9.30 a.m. today. Smoke could, have, could be seen pouring from the building, but officials say all the employees were able to safely evacuate the structure. It wasn't immediately known how many people were in the building when the fire broke out. The cause of the fire remains under investigation. Jim Stakes opens its lo- opened its location in Philadelphia in 1939. The, th- the South Street location opened in 1976. 
The Justice Department says a Russian operative has been charged with using political groups in the United States to advance pro-Russia propaganda. Alexander Viktorovich Ayanov is charged in federal court in Florida with conspiring to have U.S. citizens act as illegal agents of the Russian government. It was not immediately clear if he had a lawyer who could speak on his behalf. The Treasury Department also announced sanctions against him today, accusing him of giving money to organizations that he and Russian intelligence services thought would create a political disturbance in the U.S. A once prominent neurologist has been found guilty on sexual char of charges of sexually abusing patients while treating them with pain medication. A New York City jury reached the verdict today after deliberating for about three days at the trial of Dr. Ricardo Cruciani. Six accusers testified that the sexual abuse often occurred behind closed doors during appointments in 2013 at a Manhattan medical center where the doctor would expose himself and demand sex. Cruciani's defense attorney countered by arguing the witnesses weren't credible. Cruciani denied the allegations. His lawyer said he, there would be an appeal. Trapped homeowners swam to safety and others were rescued by boat as record flash flooding killed at least 16 people in eastern Kentucky. The deluge swamped entire Appalachian towns and prompted a frenzied search for survivors, though some of the poorest communities in America. Heavy rain continued today and authorities warned the death toll would likely grow sharply. Entire towns that hug creeks and streams in narrow valleys were swallowed up. It's the latest in a string of catastrophic deluges that have hammered parts of the U.S. this summer, including St. Louis this week. Scientists warn that climate change is making weather disasters more common. Stocks are adding to their recent gains this afternoon in afternoon trading today as Wall Street weighs a mix of company earnings, reports, and new data showing inflation jumped by the most, by the most in four decades last month. The S&P 500 and the technology-weighted Nasdaq are each on track to end July with the biggest gains since November of 2020. Investors were buoyed by positive earnings, news out of technology giants Apple and Amazon, as well as oil giants Exxon and Chevron. Stocks have gained momentum this month, fueled by better-than-expected corporate earnings and falling bond yields which have been pulled back after soaring much of this year on expectations of higher interest rates. Coming up next, your daily political update when News Center 88 returns, right after this. You have a CD for any mood. You've got everything from rainy day jazz to pure existential angst. You've got CDs to dance to, boogie to, shimmy to, mosh to, and totally rock out to. You've got rock, rap, pop, alt pop, sub pop, hip hop, jazz, blues, country, metal, punk, and some stuff they don't even have a name for yet. But do you have a first aid kit? You have the things that make you happy. Get the things that make you prepared. An all-hazards emergency preparedness kit can help. Ready kits are available at your local retailer. Learn more at ready.gov. G'day, mates. My name is Dango Mick, and I've come all the way from Australia in search of a creature that's spelled W-M-U-L. I guess it's a woman. It's known only to exist on the Marshall campus, and its void has been known to induce a dependency on a wide variety of music that only it can supply. 
Crikey! There it is now, and it's attacking another radio station. Oh, but don't worry, kiddies. It'll be all right. It's only nature. Welcome back to New Center 88. I'm Michaela Wheeler. And I'm Sequoia Ware. U.S. regulators say they are no longer considering authorizing second COVID-19 booster shots for all adults under 50 this summer. Instead, the Food and Drug Administration said it will await revamped vaccines targeting the newest viral subvariants that are expected by September. Some members of the Biden administration had been pressing regulators to open a fourth dose of the Moderna and Pfizer shots to all adults before they fall. They had argued that another round of booster shots now could help head off rising cases and hospitalizations caused by the highly transmissible Omicron strains. The White House says there's no reason for China and the U.S., quote, to come to blows, unquote, should House Speaker Nancy Pelosi visit Taiwan during an Asia trip she is expected to make soon. The remarks by National Security Council spokesman John Kirby underscore international tensions surrounding the California Democrats' travel plans. Pelosi hasn't acknowledged that she will travel to Asia, citing security concerns. But in comments to reporters, she seemed to offer a rationale for such a journey. She noted that President Joe Biden and other administration officials have visited Asia and said she wants Congress, quote, to be part of that initiative, unquote. Attorney General Merrick Garland is headlining at White House event that's bringing together pro bono lawyers, bar associations, and public interest groups to discuss how best to offer legal services and protections for women seeking abortions. It's part of an executive order signed by President Joe Biden aimed at protecting access to abortions after the Supreme Court last month struck down Roe v. Wade, which had established a constitutional right to the procedure. The White House says lawyers at today's event will work to, quote, encourage robust legal representation of those seeking reproductive care services, unquote. Alabama's prison system said today that a delay before an execution was caused because of the time it took to establish an intravenous line to the inmate. In a statement today, the state said its tool, quote, adequate time, unquote, to establish an intravenous line. Joe Nathan James Jr. was put to death last night for the 1994 murder of his ex-girlfriend, Faith Hall. He was pronounced dead more than three hours after the procedure originally was supposed to begin. The head of the Death Penalty Information Center says such a time lapse is highly unusual and very troubling. Turkey's foreign minister is calling on Germany to be a, quote, honest broker, unquote, in disputes between Turkey and Greece. Mevlut Kavusoglu made the comment today during a tense news conference with Germany's foreign minister who arrived in Turkey after also holding talks in Greece. German's foreign minister criticized Turkey for disputing the sovereignty of Greek islands near its coastline. She has also urged Greece to make sure that it complies with the European Union values and stamps out any illegal pushbacks of migrants at the border. In Istanbul, the Turkish and German envoys volleyed grievances back and forth, including over Turkey's human rights issues and its plans for new military inclusion into Syria. And coming up, Rebecca Law will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecasts, and we'll be back with updates on the Russia-Ukraine war. Stay with us.
Are you training for a marathon or something? I heard if you lose lots of weight, you can prevent diabetes. Get real. You don't have to knock yourself out to prevent diabetes. Take small steps. Talk to your health care provider. Losing a small amount of weight by being active 30 minutes, five days a week, and eating healthier can prevent diabetes. For more information, call 1-800-438-5383 and ask for Get Real, a message from the Department of Health and Human Services National Diabetes Education Program. The worldwide leader of Marshall University sports coverage. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the fifth oldest stadium in college football, Nippert Stadium. Buckeye Field, Columbus, Ohio, Thundering Herd, and the 24th ranked Ohio State Buckeyes. Here in Raleigh, North Carolina, at Coke Field at Dale Park. At the UK Soccer Complex in the heart of bluegrass country, Lexington, Kentucky. Welcome back to Houston, Texas, the site of the 2008 Conference USA Softball Tournament. WMUL-FM, Huntington. Hey man, you dropped something. That's okay, it's just trash anyway. Actually, it's not okay, it's littering. You should pick it up and throw it away. It would be even better to recycle it. What are some other ways I can help out on campus? Try picking up litter around campus, recycling soda cans, plastic bottles, and paper at the designated bins around campus, taking shorter showers to save water, or walk, ride a bike, or even carpool to cut back on air pollution. Thanks man, I appreciate it. Think green and be Marshall Green. Brought to you by your friends at the eco-friendly WMUL 88.1 FM. Wondering what to do on a dull day? Well, I get kind of tired of hearing that same old music. MUL's got real variety. From jazz and blues to rock and progressive. 88.1's the place to be. I'm at WMUL Marshall University. So there's this guy in your office and he just finished rehab and you don't know how to act around him. Okay, here's a few tips. Don't call him a loser. Do call him Larry, unless his name is John, then call him John. Don't remove the glue from the company envelopes, he's not going to sniff them. Do expect him to meet all his deadlines and don't be surprised when he does and oh hey, don't make fun of his addiction. You can, however, make fun of his 80s haircut. For more tips on how to support a recovering user or if you'd like to become one, call 1-800-662-HELP. I want my You're listening to the broadcast voice of Marshall University, WMUL FM, Huntington. Not all superheroes wear capes. Most wear jeans, or sweaters, or suits, just like ordinary people, because that's what they are. They are the 1.2 million members of Rotary, men and women whose superpowers are the capacity to care and the desire to make the world better. So the next time you need a superhero, don't look in the sky, look in the mirror. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary, humanity in motion. We apologize for the technical issues. Now on to the Russian and Ukraine news. The Biden administration likes to say Russia is isolated internationally because of its invasion of Ukraine. Yet its top officials are hardly cloistered in the Kremlin, and now the U.S. is talking to them too. Russian President Vladimir Putin 
has met with world leaders, including Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan, whose country is a NATO member. Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Larov is jetting around the world and posing for photos with foreign leaders. And U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken today ended months of top-level diplomatic estrangement with with Larov, excuse me, to discuss the release of American detainees in Russia and issues related to Ukraine. Russia and Ukraine have accused each other of shelling a prison in a separatist region of eastern Ukraine. Separatist authorities in the Donetsk region said the attack today killed at least 53 Ukrainian prisoners of war who were captured after the fall of the city in Maripol in May. They also said 75 others were wounded. The Russian Defense Ministry claimed that Ukraine's military used U.S.-supplied multiple rocket launchers to strike the prison in Olenvika, a settlement controlled by the Moscow-backed separatists. Ukraine accused the Russians of shelling the prison to cover up the alleged torture and execution of Ukrainian POWs there. Neither claim could be independently verified. The head of Russia's space agency says the country has not set a date for pulling out of the International Space Station, noting that it would only do that after it puts its own space station in orbit. Roskomos chief Yuri Borisov told President Vladimir Putin this week that a decision was made for Russia to leave the station after 2024 and to focus on building its own orbiting station. Speaking today in televised remarks, Borisov said while Russia will start the process of leaving the station after 2024, it won't halt operations until it puts its own space outpost in operation. Coming up next, cold cash to melt the heart of Unilever. Stay tuned. Here at the Institute for Better Radio, we're always looking for ways to improve your listening experience on 88.1 WMUL. By using trained monkeys, we try out new innovations here before bringing them to you, our listener. For instance, how does no commercial sound? Smashing! How about a wide music variety? Outstanding! Because we're not money-driven, we can bring you better radio here on 88.1 WMUL. Now, back to the lab. It's important that healthcare providers, including doctors and nurses, either wash their hands with soap and water or use an alcohol-based hand sanitizer both before and after they touch you. Healthcare providers know to practice hand hygiene, but sometimes they forget. You and your loved ones can play a role by asking and reminding healthcare providers to wash their hands, especially while they're caring for you. They don't mind being asked to wash their hands. They want to prevent infections as much as you do. A message from the CDC. And finally, today on News Center 88, it looks like fans of the Choco Taco aren't ready to let go without a fight. Aficionados of the Klondike ice cream bar have gone on social media to try to get the nostalgic treat back into freezers after parent companies, company Unilever announced it was retiring it. So far, the online pleas haven't helped, but multimillionaire Reddit co-founder Alexis Ohanian is trying to use cold cash to melt the heart of Unilever. He said he'd buy Choco Taco from the firm. 
The New Mexico Department of Transportation is getting an F in spelling over the letter R. The R was missing on a road sign pointing drivers toward Albuquerque. And lest you think people might not have noticed, think again. Motorists along Route 66 and I-40 did double takes when they caught the typo. The mistake also launched a flurry of phone calls and emails to state officials. The error has since been fixed. Will Smith has again apologized to Chris Rock for slapping him during the Oscar telecast, saying in an online video that his behavior was, quote, unacceptable, unquote. Smith says he's reached out to the comedian about the incident, but was told Rock wasn't ready to talk. Smith, seated and wearing a polo shirt and white ball cap, spoke directly to the camera, answering pre-selected questions about his behavior at the March 27th Academy Awards, where he slapped presenter Rock after the comedian made a comment about the hairstyle of Jada Pinkett Smith, Smith's wife. Smith also apologized to Rock's family, and especially his mother, Rosalie, and brother, Tony. And that does it for this summer edition of News Center 88. Be sure to tune in next week at 5 for the most complete news from Marsh University in the tri-state area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. For Rebecca Law, Sequoia Ware, Zane Townsend, and the entire New Center 88 team. I'm Michaela Wheeler, and your thought of the day is, this is the precept by which I have lived. Prepare for the worst, expect the best, and take what comes. Hannah Arendt.